Did you ever wake up with a horn? Did you ever wake up with a horn? Don't know why I'm singing this song, but I've been singing it since morn. Oh, did you ever wake up from a horn? Oh, I'm the piano man, and I come from down your way, and I can play. What can you play? This is a drinking song we used to have in Ireland. I can play piano man, piano man, piano man. I can play piano man, hee-da, hee-da, ho. He can play piano man, piano man, piano man. He can play piano man, na-da-pa-da-po. That change of voice, that was the other, that was the crowd singing to egg you on, and then you'd go to your friend Jimmy, and Jimmy would be like, Oh, I am the piano man, and I come from down your way, and I can play. And the crowd would say, What can you play? I can play Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. I can play Dallas, Oh, and then the crowd would go mental, and then you'd do it one more time, and you'd say, What else? What else can you play? And then your buddy Kelly would say, oh, I am piano man, and I come from down your way, and I can play. What can you play? I can play um, the Angelus, the Angelus, the Angelus. I can play the Angelus. Oh, if you don't know what the Angelus is, that's in Ireland at 6 o'clock every day, just before the news. They play the sound of bells tolling. And that's when you're meant to stop and have a little prayer to Jesus. And the bells just went, dong, dong, dong. And they used to have little videos of people going about their day. They might be in a shop or in a field or down the post office or having a wank. And they'd look up. They'd look up from the shop or they'd look up from the field. Or they'd look up from masturbating. And they'd look to, to the heavens. They'd look to God. And they'd pause. And they'd have a little think. And they'd nod their head like, hey, God. And they'd say a prayer. And then they'd say, dung. And then everyone would say, dung. I can play the piano, man, the piano, man, the piano, man. I can play the piano man all fucking day. Welcome to the podcast with me, Marquez. Tip top of the morn, random. What are we at? Number 93. I do believe. August the 8th, 7th. Who cares? Days don't matter. Oh, what song was I singing at the start? <coughs> oh, the gibber is at high end today. High end gibber. Flown, flown like a whore, flown like a dubious bowl, like a bowl that's been cut loose, like a bowl that's had too much booze over this past weekend. Maybe you might say like my own bowels. Oh, diarrhea, my old friend, my old true joy, my own companion in this life. You're there for me in my times of need. You're usually there. You're usually there side by side, standing underneath me saying, I'm here, I'm fucking you up, but at least we're in it together. That's the kind of weekend I've been having. It's been a fun weekend. What day is it? Tuesday. Just recovering now from the weekend. Happy days. Did you ever be flown? I woke up in the morn. Did you ever have a lazy horn? They're the best. They're great. As long as you're indoors and you're on your own. Lazy horn. If you don't know what a lazy horn, lazy boner. 
uh, lazy horn is when you don't realize but for some reason you're just fully fully erect fully erect in your own pants for no reason whatsoever you haven't touched the soul you haven't even think about the soul but maybe you're thinking about some girl in the back of your head some girl has mentally turned you on some girl who could be fucking beautiful and then she's a laugh and she's sound on top of it and then you're not even realizing you're thinking about it and then you've just got this mental horn Let's call it a thought horn. A thorn. you got a thorn in your head. And that thorn travels quickly down to the penis. And then you got an erect penis for no apparent reason. You'll be like, I was just peeling carrots. I was just mashing a potato. Why am I turned on by a potato? Do I have some sexual affinity towards vegetables? Do carrots turn me on? Let's take a bite of a carrot. Oh, turn me on. Let's have some sip of coffee. I think I've been drinking too much coffee today. Did you ever rambling? Got some verbal diarrhea flowing out of me. Flowing out of me like the good Lord wants him to be. Flowing out. Flowing out of me like Aer Lingus leaving the country. Flying off into the sunset. Flying for dear life like a little bird. Bird prey. Like a praying bird that hears the Angelus and says, Dung. Dung. Always nice to have a lazy horn. I think your life is going well if you have a lazy horn. You're like, what's going on? Who's turning me on? Who's mentally getting inside the brain and has your brain dancing? Who has given me such a horn? You don't even know, but there you are. You're peeling the carrot in your own kitchen on a Tuesday evening around the Angela's time. And you're like, well, would you look at that? You, you, your, your erect penis knocks over a plate, plate of potatoes, plate of boiling hot potatoes, knocks them over. But you're like, what? Oh, Jesus, my penis was fully erect there. Didn't even realize. Didn't even realize. And I'm not wearing jeans. I'm wearing like fabric shorts. So it's just popping out. It's not even restricted. It's just, it's almost out there in the open. Sure, I might as well be nude. Sure, that's not illegal. I'm at home. I'm at home alone. I'm Macaulay Culkin, just with an erect penis that's knocking over plates of potatoes. Have you ever had your penis? Have you ever had your penis knock over a potato plate? As that old Irish song goes, have you ever had your penis knock over an old potato plate? I have. And then the whole crowd would sing along. I have. Oh, have you ever had your penis knock over a plate of potatoes? And then they'd sing along. I have. And then you get someone harmonizing in the back saying... He has. Oh, no, there are fun times in Ireland. That's what in Ireland growing up to me it was all about. Knocking over plates of potatoes with my penis. There you are in your kitchen. You're just, you're wrecking your own kitchen. You're smashing it up to smithereens. You don't even know why. And then you look down and you're like, Asher, Jesus. Asher, Jesus, I have another, I have another lazy horn. Sure, there's another horn sticking out of my pants there, sure. Sure, sure. Maybe that's why we've got no work done all day. Sure, I've been walking around with a lazy horn. It's too hot to go outside. It's 90 degrees in LA, so there's no hope I'll be going outside. I went outside yesterday, tried to go for a run. I almost died. I almost died running through the streets, and I almost died. But I didn't die. And you know, we're here, and now we can sing about horns. And what else have you? Can't beat a horn. Love a good horn. Because you're mentally turned on. Can't beat a thorn. If you can, ladies, if you can give a man a thorn, you know what they say. Give a man a horn, he'll come one day at a time. Give a man a thorn and you can turn him on for life. Or at least a week. 
So that's that's what we want. We wanna we all wanna be a bit thorny. Horny? Fun. Thorny? Oh now you're dancing. Now your whole body's alive. Now you're feeling it from your fingers to your toes. Tip of the head to the bottom of the nose, as they say. Who's knocked over a plate of potatoes with their penis? I have. <laughs> and then the whole crowd would sing, He has. Oh that now that if that's not what Easter in Ireland is all about. Then, then Jesus, my memory is foggy. Then Jesus, I've had too much booze. My phone's blown up, but I'm not even going to look at it. People are probably phoning in. They're saying, Billy Markle, Billy Markle, stop this podcast. Shut it down. Shut it down. The people aren't ready to be talking about, par- about horns and thorns and potato penises. Shut it down. I'll say, no, it has to be out. Better out than in. Like the diarrhea that was, about, that was affecting all of us over the weekend. Better out than in. We can't live our, live our lives in fear of diarrhea. It's the real terrorist, I feel, of the body and of the world. It makes me afraid to leave the house. It's the only form of terrorism that it makes me afraid to leave the house. You want to be close to the home base, just in case it's one of those events where it's so bad... And you'd think it'll never end. You just start stripping. You'd start taking off your clothes. Your top comes off. You're like, get the fuck off me. I'm sweating. The sweat's coming down. You're like, my body is giving out. It's like an exorcism. Your pants are already down, but you need to take them off. Take them off. Off with the jeans. Off with the boxers. Get off me, stripy rainbow boxers. Get off me, stripy rainbow boxers that I bought that are very nicely fit. But I bought them in one time before... A girl wanted to have sex, and I took off my pants, and she said I was wearing stripy rainbow boxers, and she said, oh, my God, are you gay? And I said, what? And she said, why are you wearing rainbow underwear? And I said, what do you want about they're just rainbow underwear? And they're a very nice fit. And they're actually quite an expensive pair of underwear. So, you know, you should really be saying nice underwear, not are you gay? And she was like, oh, this is weird. And I was like, well, it is weird now. And we didn't have sex because of the underwear. We didn't have sex. But I suppose we both dodged the bullet. Why, I don't know. It's just something that came out of my mouth. And anyway, you're on the ball and sets coming off and you take off the jeans and then you take off the rainbow underwear and then you're like, fucking hell, and your socks come off and then you don't even, you throw them out of the room. You didn't even have time to lock the bathroom door so you hope no one's home. You say, get the fuck away from me, demons. And you curse the demons and you're like, get away from me. That's the kind of weekend I feel we all had, all the listeners listening, no doubt. You had similar weekend than me. Then mine, then also me. Um, fun times, fun times for the lads. Fun times for the boys. Lazy bonus for the boys, huh? That's what it's. That's all. That's all it is with the lads, huh? I realized recently that I prefer if um, someone leaked my nudes. Not that I have nudes, but if I had nudes. I would prefer if they got leaked than the contents of my group chats. If someone got their hands in my group chats with my buddies, they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? What the Jesus? (laughs) I'm thinking of two videos (laughs) recently I've sent. I don't know. I presume girls have group chats, don't they? I never really thought about it. I know guys do. Guys have multiple. I'm in about five, maybe. Maybe more, I don't know. 
Um, but two of them are good. And in separate ones <laughs> recently. <laughs> oh, Jesus. If people would be like, what's wrong with you? But oh, they were so funny. There was one where some guy was doing some kiki da- challenge and he was dancing next to the car. And uh, for some reason, <laughs> he just turned around while his friend was driving the car. And he had a diarrhea on the, s- the door of the car. He just took an old dump on his car for no apparent reason. And he was laughing and smiling. And it made me laugh because it was so dumb. And I wanted to know what reasoning they had. Was he driving along with his friend and he said, Hey, I got a great idea to go viral with this video. And his friend said, What? And he said, Slow down. Put on that Drake song. I'm going to do the Kiki Dance Challenge. And... Um, I got a real surprise for you and your car towards the end of the challenge. But just keep keep filming, okay? Keep recording, because, oh, this is going to be worth it. And I don't think I'll be getting a second chance at this. So keep it going. And Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Da, 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 da. And then he whips his pants down. And he turns around and he shits on his friend's car door. And that made me laugh, because that whole thing was like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people? And then even weirder than that, my other buddy <laughs> sent me a, a video. This video must have been from the 70s. And it was a dude on a bed, and the dude's naked, and he just says something like... <laughs> There was a song playing, some rock and roll, like 70s rock song. And it was just guitar, like... Wait, maybe I have it. I can play it. And he was like... uh, The dude is just like, oh, no. And then it cuts to a girl walking into the room. And the girl has got one leg. She's got half a leg. She's got a little stump for one leg. And she's naked. <laughs> the guy is like, oh, no. And the girl is like, oh, yes. And then the music starts playing. You're going to be a real man. You're going to be a real man. And then she begins to peg. Peg the poor chap in the derriere, in the rear, up the bum with her leg. With her stumpy leg. And the song is playing over it. And I feel like at this point I should just play the song, um, and then we can all. And then between those two group chats, I was like, Jesus, and group chats just the best. Isn't this what we want from life? Just to be laughing, laughing nonstop, laughing. Here's the video. My God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this song. Getting the legs ready to do the business, you know. What makes a man is it the power in his (laughs) hand? Oh, that's 
That makes me sweat from laughing. That is a nice, nice video. So shout out my old priest, Father John O'Rourke, sent that to me. Shout out to Father John for sending me such a funny video. I appreciate it. I laughed. I laughed a lot when I saw it. So thank you in advance. <laughs> now you're a man. A real man. I'll never be that kind of man, unfortunately. But, you know, we can all live in hope and we can try. We can try our best to be a man. What is a man? I met a man the other day. And he, um, he, oh, he was wearing a T-shirt that I liked. I said, nice T-shirt. And he said, thanks. And I could sense he was a bit suspicious. And I said, where did you get it? And I could sense he didn't want to tell me. And then he was like, oh, ratty rat. And I was like, I've seen that T-shirt before. And I went home and I checked my uh, web history and lo and behold I had seen that t-shirt and I almost bought it but I didn't but the way he acted I said I'm going to fucking buy that t-shirt and I bought it immediately just so I could hopefully wear it around him when I see him he's a friend of a friend he's pretty sound but uh, <laughs> the way he didn't want to tell me it was like oh, I'm definitely going to buy that t-shirt now there's no way I can't buy that t-shirt and hopefully we'll both be wearing it the next time we see it. But then it came today and I put it on and I was like, oh, this is a nice t-shirt. And then my my dumb brain kicked in. My brain, for a moment, I didn't have a mental horn. I had no thorn to keep me distracted. My dumb brain, I was like, is it too big? And then I saw on the t-shirt it said oversized fit and I was like, does that mean I should get a smaller size so it's a small size fit or is it this is the right size, but it's a larger fit. And that's what I've been doing now since about four o'clock, two and a half hours, been going around wearing the t shirts, looking in different mirrors, uh, sending photos to people, random people, people I don't even know, people online, neighbors, anyone at all have been like, Does this t shirt look too big? Is it too small? Posting pictures from bad angles, bad angles that make it look not probably small. And then people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, it fits perfectly. And other people are like, no, it doesn't fit at all. And then I'm like, okay, this is perfect. Now this is an even in more indecision in my brain. Who knows if it fits? So now I just ordered a smaller size. And I'll keep them both. And I'll probably wear them both once. And they'll lose shape. And then I'll buy new ones. And that's how we'll keep going in life until we die. We'll just have a laugh and buy fucking t-shirts. And live the dream. Live the dream. Having some, oh, we're having some laugh recently. Me and my buddies, we're having a good laugh all the time. But Jesus, we were laughing, laughing last night. Although I burnt, we went to a diner last night, my buddies. And we usually go to the same diner in LA this time because my buddy Mike, he got a new Jeep. It's pretty slick Jeep, to be fair. To be honest, let's give the men credit. It also didn't cost as much as I expected. I was like, oh, wait, what? Leasing? You can get a good deal on leasing? But we're just driving all over the city, top down, wind in our hair. Just ladies about town, creeps about the city, just cruising, bruising, floating around. He's now smoking a jewel, too. He's hilarious. He's, <laughs> he's trying to run a marathon or a half a marathon. And we realize after he... He was like, I'm going to run a marathon. He took up smoking. <laughs> he's put on weight and he's taken up smoking. And he still plans on running a marathon. And we were laughing at that. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And he's like, because he runs a load. He'll do like seven miles, which is a chunk. But then he'll eat four cakes. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is, this is not great. But we went to East LA to some new 
or a different diner we've never been to, and I was starving, starving, so hungry. And I uh, usually know what I get in this other diner. You know me, I keep it simple, I keep it easy. Used to get tuna all the time, but I do believe I gave myself mercury poisoning recently by eating too much tuna. Fucked up my stomach for a good month, so that was cool. So I stopped eating tuna, and now I just eat chicken breast and guac. Keep it easy. Nice, nice nighttime munch. Nighttime munch for the lads. You know yourself, you're having a laugh with the lads. You just want something light and a cup of tea, good to go. Porridge, too heavy at night. I used to do, used to keep me up all night with pains in my stomach. And I'd say, why? Why, God? Tell me, Jesus, why Why do I have cramps? Am I pregnant? What's going on? And then eventually my buddy said, you got to stop fucking eating a bowl of cereal before I go to bed. You fucking idiot. And I said, hmm, that's wise. My old roommate at the time, old Robert, old Robert, gave me some good advice. I said, do you know, sometimes I go on stage too and I kind of feel sluggish. The energy isn't there. I wonder what it is. And he said, because you eat a bowl of fucking parts before you go on stage too, you fucking idiot. Stop eating. And I said, good man, good man, get into me. Dig into me. Give me that grief to make me better. Point out my fla- my porridge flaws, which I have. I have a lot of porridge flaws. I like how people in LA will think you're poor if you eat porridge. I was just chatting to an Australian girl today, and she was like, yeah, I used to think the same about me, but I love porridge. And I said, I love porridge too. Love bonding over porridge. My main ways to bond with people are porridge, Seinfeld, and tea. If you like any of them, you can use them now against me. You can manipulate me with porridge, uh, Seinfeld, and tea. It also probably helps if you're fucking beautiful. That's also an, a weak a weakness of mine. Beautiful women. I love when people, guys are like, I don't know, girls say it especially. They're like, oh, I'm so crazy. I love guys with tattoos and muscles. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Or girls be like, oh, or guys be like, oh, I love women with long legs and beautiful faces and perfect boobs. I'm such a geek. And you're like, all right, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up there, please. Can you stop talking out your asshole? That's for shitting. That's for diarrhea, not the way you were doing it. So, what were we on about? Oh, yeah, so we went to this place, diner, and the east side. American diner, what do I order? I panicked. Everything looked fatty and greasy, and I panicked. I panicked like a real fool, but I was so hungry. I decided to order some... Asian noodle ramen soup broth thing. And everyone was like, what are you doing ordering fucking soup at a diner? And I was like, it's Asian soup. And they're like, that's even worse. And I said, good point. But I bought, I had it anyway because I thought I'd be quickest out the door. I'd get it quickly because I was feeling faint. I was feeling dizzy. You know yourself, you'd be feeling floozy. And it came last, which is handy. And when it came, I ate the soup like a poor person might eat soup. Oh, I guzzled it. I just shoveled into my mouth. Shoveled, shoveled this boiling hot fucking soup. Burnt the palate off myself. Burnt the shit out of my tongue. Couldn't taste it after the first bite. Kept eating it. It was all right. I prefer the other diner we go to, Swingers. We went to someplace, Fred 62 or something. We had a laugh, though. Oh, it was a great laugh. It's funny when you realize... Before we went there, it was like myself, my buddy Chris, and then my buddy Thomas. And we were joking like about how bad dates are because you should be stuck. Because everyone's, when your friends are all like some of the funniest comedians in the world, you're like, oh yeah, that's the op- that's the other option. 
you could go on a bad date with someone and be bored off your tits and be like, ah, this is boring. Or you could be hanging out with your friends who are like some of the funniest fuckers in the world. That's a high payoff. What's it called? The opportunity cost. You want to buy an apple or buy an orange? The date is the apple. Your hilarious friends are the oranges. And let's just say you enjoy that vitamin C. You prefer vitamin C than a bitter apple. You prefer a juicy orange than a dry apple. That's why. <laughs> That's why. Our buddy Thomas is gay and he's so funny. He feel like I'm barking at men. I don't know what's wrong with me. It must be the moon. I'm just barking and growling at hot men that I see. <laughs> that to me is fairly funny. So we're having a laugh and burnt them out off myself at dinner. You know, it's uh, you can't you can't beat a burnt mouth. I had a burnt mouth all day, and then I had a horn as well this morning. Very confusing, conflicting. Um, you could be talking to an absolute weapon, a weapon, a savage weapon, and then you realize that this weapon she's sound as fuck and she's funny and she makes you laugh. And then your your brain is turned on, and then you're you got a burnt mouth on top of it all, and your body doesn't know what the fuck your body's about to give up. It says, "What are you doing to me, Marky boy? What are you doing? You're turned on, and you're burnt out, and you're burnt, and you're recovering from the weekend. And you tell me what's going on. You're wearing rainbow underwear. You can't even give me sexual joy because you're wearing gay underwear." That's turning off women who for some reason associate underwear with gayness. You're watching videos of men taking shits on their friend's car and a man getting pegged by a woman with one and a half legs. What are you doing to yourself, Marky boy? What are you doing? And you're like, I don't know, but we're having a laugh. And I suppose that's the main thing. Having a laugh and gibbering on this podcast. I wonder how tough it is to listen to this. Or is it pure joy? Write in. Say pure joy or I can't follow a fucking word. I presume if you can't follow a word, it's over. If you can't follow a word, I presume you're a, you're the kind of guy that might wear only earth tones clothing. Did you ever meet them? Guys who only wear earth. I can choose the same earth tones I realized, ah, here's my speech impediment. If I have to do a TH followed by a T, oh, I struggle. Earth tones. Those guys are always the worst. They're so bad as people. I don't know why. Not all of them, but 99.9%. Pretty bad. If you're a man and you're wearing earth tones all the time, consider changing your wardrobe. Throw in some new colors. Just start wearing black. Better off. Um... You're better off. You know, you could be dodging bullets. Dodge men with our tones. Jeez, I dodged a bullet the other night. I was at a gig on Thursday. And this girl was like insisting I take her number. And I was like, nah, nah. Because she was sloppy. And I was like, nah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I know I'm okay. She's like, please take her. So eventually I was like, all right, stick it in. I think she's bad breath too. There's no recovering from bad breath. That's it. It's over. First time I meet you, bad breath. I don't care how. You could be a 10. 
you got that bad breath inside of you. It's waiting to come out. It's like a demon. Demon waiting inside. Sometimes I'm like, do you ever meet someone that might be so savage and sound and mighty and just ridiculous? Like ridiculous in the way you could be hot, but you're not sexy. But this girl could be hot as fucking and also very sexy. And you're just like, oh, gets me to my lines. Gets me to my lines. And then you're like, I almost hope that person has bad breath just to save myself. Save myself because it can't end well. Nothing ends well. All over America is different, I suppose. In Ireland, I do find recently the thought of divorce is hilarious to me. <laughs> like you can be like, I'm all in. And then six months later, you're like, oh, we fucked up. I thought I was all in, but, you know, I got bad life judgment. At least in Ireland, it's uh, Ireland's boring now that I think about it. Because in Ireland, you only really get the chance to fuck up one woman's life. You're like, I will get married. And then you're like, well, we can't get divorced. So you kind of only get the chance to fuck up one person's life. Obviously, you could be happy too, but let's, let's call it a spade a spade. You're probably not. Um, but in America, you like if you really put your time in and you, you like dig deep, you could be like, ah... Oh, I could do eight divorces if I had the money and I, I, could, I could ruin eight women's lives easily. I checked the other day for the most marriages a dude has in America. And it was this like, he was a Baptist pastor or something. He had 29 wives, 29 wives, 29 wives. He only died recently. He had 40 kids with these 29 wives. 29 wives what a mental head what a mental head like imagine that that's mental jesus you're mental and 40 kids and then maybe the best or the saddest part about it all when he died only one kid came to his funeral none of the ex-wives none 39 children said fuck you dad so that's if that's not an advertisement for the ups, the highs of uh, divorce, then I don't know what is. Then show, then give me that. Give me divorce or give me that. Isn't that what they say? They don't really, but isn't that what they say around town? They be saying, "Give me divorce or give me that." At least he wasn't alone, I suppose. If you got twenty nine wives, at least you can't be like. If only I could find someone. I wonder on wife 25 if he was like, if only I could find someone else. <laughs> I fucking hate Catherine. Oh, I need to get rid of Catherine. She's really fucking pissing me off. I wonder if ma oh, marriage, a sour marriage must be like having a sour roommate situation. I saw to a girl before about, she was like, her friend likes has a booty call her roommates are not her friend but the booty call comes over at like 12 31 in the morning and for some reason he cooks she cooks him like dinner before they have sex <laughs> which is like that's what you want you want to have a nice steak with some veg some carrots and you know that nice carrot and turnip mix that your mum might make you mash up the carrots and the turnip into one orangey green orangey yellow and then you have maybe a steak and maybe you have maybe he's a grown boy maybe his name is dan big old dan big dan big dan needs a big meal before he gives susan the roommate his big old dick big old dan needs a big old steak three potatoes 
carrots and turnip and a big bowl of gravy on top. He needs all of that before he can go pump Susan and give her seven minutes of joy. And she makes... It's funny though, this girl was like, I can hear her using the salt and pepper downstairs, which is pretty good hearing. If you can hear someone seasoning, if you can hear seasoning, your ears are good. I couldn't hear seasoning if it was done with a fucking electric saw. It would have to be that loud for me to be like, oh, someone's seasoning their potatoes. But I do like the thought that Imagine she made him all that food and then he gave her like five minutes and then he left. He left. He was like, well, there's your dessert, love. And then he left. And then she didn't know any better. And she said, wow, Big Dan, Big Dan delivers again, huh? Maybe they were both lying to each other. And he's like, Big Dan delivered, huh? And the girl's like, Big Dan delivered. Here's a potato for the road. And she picks up a roast potato from the plate that's on the side of the bed because Big Dan likes to eat in bed he likes to eat in bed and then get down to business while he's still chewing the steak fat he starts kissing her as he's chewing steak fat she's like hey Big Dan take a potato for the road she picks up a still warm roast potato she throws it at Big Dan and Big Dan catches it actually he misses the first time but he picks it up off the ground he dusts off the hair from the carpet and then he eats it and he says see you Susan same time whenever I give you that text. And Susan says, I'm here for you. And then Susan said, don't worry about noise. Fuck my roommates. Slam any door. It's all good. I'm an inconsiderate fucker. I wonder if that's what marriage is like, having bad roommates. Soured roommates. And you're just like, what are you doing? And the roommate, I remember my roommate before, he used to make uh, five in the morning, he'd make dinner. And he'd always have onions and garlic in his dinner. He might cook a steak with onions and garlic. And I would be in a deep sleep. Even though I got to bed late, two or three. He was even later than me. And whatever way, the bedrooms were the opposite side of the apartment. But the kitchen was closer to my room. And he'd cook the mushrooms and onions and garlic. And I would be in a deep sleep. And I would be having a lovely dream. Maybe the dream, I like to dream about my wedding. That's what a girl told me earlier. She's like, would you be dreaming about weddings and stuff? And I'd be like, yes. So I'd be dreaming about wedding and getting married to my dream woman. And just as, this is the example she gave me, which is actually funny now that I say it out loud. Um, I would be dreaming, I walk down the aisle and my wife would be waiting there and little did I know on the outside world he'd be cooking onions and that smell of onions would be wafting its way to my bedroom, under my door, between the cracks, up the bed, into my nose, into my brain and I'm walking down the aisle to my wife, my future wife, I don't know who it is under the veil. And I'd walk down, I'd be in tears, I'd be crying, I'd be like, this is the happiest day of my life. I didn't realize men dreamed about marriage, but here we go. Walking down the aisle, you're walking, you're walking. And then you pull back the veil and it's a fucking onion. <laughs> That's when you wake up, you're like, I'm marrying an onion? And you wake up confused as fuck because it smells like dinner in your bedroom. And you're like, why am I so hungry? What's going on? And then you'd be like, ah, he's cooking onions again at 5 a.m. He's watching Family Guy and cooking onions. And you'd be like, come on. And he's 
uh, genuinely apologetic. He genuinely <laughs> didn't know, but still he'd be like, come on, that's five nights in a row you've been having onions. And you'd be like, that's going to give you bad breath. You never know, you could be going out there into the real world and you could be meet your future soulmate wife and then you got onion breath and she's like, ah, not a hope. Not a hope. But this girl, you know, night at the gig on Thursday, I wonder if this makes any sense, this rambling, just falling. It's like we're falling down a hill. The words are tumbling out, and we just hope they make sense as they fall out of my mouth, down the microphone, into your beautiful ears. You might have ugly ears, but I only like to imagine every listener as pure beauty, pure beautiful. And the words is tumbling out from my mouth, and you're like, oh, yeah, it made sense. Somehow it all made sense, or else they're like, Ah, that person's probably on crack cocaine as they're doing the podcast. But this girl, anyway, she was like, she had bad breath. And she was like, just let me put my number in your phone. I was like, all right, stick it in. Stick it in so I can delete it. So she stuck it in. Um, and then as I was leaving the bar about an hour, an hour and a half later, maybe, I saw her outside. And she was standing against the wall. And she was pissing. She was pissing herself more or less standing up she was just pissing 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 herself as she was standing up i was like oh that's the girl that gave me her number and she was just standing up she couldn't even be bothered first of all she was pissing in public there was a bathroom in the bar that she could have went to she was standing up against the wall slightly in an alcove is that what it called she had a she could have crouched down and did a did a wee but she stood up she was wearing a dress and her uh, underwear, not stripy, so she wasn't gay. Her underwear was um, was kind of pulled down past her knees. But she was just pissing on it and on herself, down her feet. And I said, oh, there's my soulmate. There was the woman. Maybe that was the woman underneath the veil. Maybe the onion was her. Maybe she was the onion. Who knows? Dream wife. Oh, I, I hit her up 17 texts immediately. I said, baby, I thought your bad breath threw me off, but you know I was wrong. The way you stood against the wall and you were just pissing yourself. Now that was hot. Now that tickled me, tickled my giblets immensely. Now that really got me going. So that was nice. Could have been, uh, I actually saw another dude yesterday in Hollywood. Daytime, roasting daytime, and he was taking a shit against a tree while having a wank. What a what a combination! What a combination! At first, I was I was waiting for an Uber, and I was like, "What is that?" And he had his ass towards me, and then I was like, "Is that what?" And then I realized what he was doing. Then he turned around, and I saw what else he was doing. And I was like, two for one? Are you that stuck for time?" That's an odd combination, but there you go. He was going for it, going hell for leather. And then, thankfully, my Uber came just in time, and I scuttled off. I ran for the hills. I ran for the hills. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that dude with 29 wives. He'd never be alone. I was on my own the other day, and I sneezed. And I've ever been this, there was no one around, and my first instinct was to say, oh, bless you. So I sneezed and then to myself said, bless you. And I was like, whoa, that's a sad moment. At you. 
No one's around. You're on your own, Mark. Bless you. At least I was polite to myself, so that's good, I suppose. That was nice of me. Politeness at a, at a good time. You never know. You're on your own. I remember... Why am I... I hope someone writes in being like, don't be on your own. I'll be there with you. Come on, stop. I hear people do that to any tweet or anything. They're like, ah, oh, don't be sad. Don't be sad. You're like, it's a joke, you fucker. It's a joke. Like this one time, a girl asked me what I was doing. And she'd been texting me. This is what LA is like. Two LA things. She'd be texting me, and then she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'll just do my laundry. And she was like, oh, you're poor? Question mark. And then I never heard. She literally never replied again. Never heard back from her. Can't be doing laundry. Got to keep. That's why I'm all alone. Doing all my laundry. Eating porridge. Doing laundry. What kind of fucking loser am I? All in LA too. You could be. You could meet a, a girl who's unreal. You could be getting on like a house on fire. Like a house on fire. Bonding over porridge. God only knows why. She's like, oh, you're hilarious. Hilarious. And then they go sour. They go sour, and you're like, all right, I can, I can sense the tide turning. I love when you can sense the tide turning, and you're like, what made that tide turn? Where did the tide, where did it all go wrong or go right? And then she's like, oh, yeah, I'm just not in that place far, you know? And you're like, oh, I'm not trying to be in that place either. I just want to know, where did the tide turn? And then you see two days later, they'll be on a yacht. And you'll be like, you can't beat a yacht. My talk about porridge, you get an invite to be on a yacht, you're like, you got to take the yacht. You got to, are you hot or do you have a yacht? That's, that's the option, really. And you, you go with the yacht. Always go with the yacht. Um, you go with the yacht. Wait, I had some other gibber. I was just talk, trying to think. Oh, yeah, Big Dan, Big Dan, the roommate. He was going for seven minutes. We this other buddy. I think my buddy's... Oh, he did, yeah. He talked about it on his podcast because we were laughing. We had a friend that was, like, telling us he had sex with a girl for an hour. But, like, he thought it was cool. And we were like, that seems long. That seems like a long time to be having sex. Unless you're tantric or into yoga. An hour. And you aren't even fucking hammered drunk. That seems like a long time, an hour. But then I remember when I was young, I used to read magazines because that's all you... They're the only way you're going to get sex advice in Ireland from a magazine that some fucking loser probably wrote. It was on about, you got to be thinking, you got to be long in the long in the sack to fulfill the woman. Uh, you got to be pumping her till she's as dry and as raw as a bone. That's what you want. You want to make her sore inside and physically be like, when does it stop? When does the sex end? But I remember all of these magazines used to have tips being like, just think of something else. Think of something else. Think of anything but but the girl. And you'll be like, I'm going to think about my friend Joe. <laughs> Joe's a nice man. I'm going to write a story about Joe in my head. And she's like, what are you thinking about? And you're like, my friend Joe. My friend Joe's a lovely fella. That's what I'm thinking about. Are you thinking about ice cream? Something something soft that would make me not orgasm. 
something to prolong the pain of this all because I'm doing this to please you because I read about it in a magazine one time. Maxim magazine. Um, that told me longer was better. I read that when I was 12 and it's stuck in my head forever. And now I'm going to believe it and that's how sex works. I remember those magazines. They used to be, what was it, Maxim GQ. One of those magazines, they had this thing like, Know your STDs. And then they showed pictures of penises that had various STDs. And I was like, I'm not even having sex, but now I think I have these STDs. That was how dumb I was. I wasn't having sex. Um, and I thought I had STDs because this magazine. And then there was one penis, and it was erect, and they had... I looked at it and I said, that's what my penis looks like. And then I was like, does that mean I have an STD? And then I rang my friend Jack, I remember. Oh, no, I must have been older for that, actually. I rang my friend Jack and uh, I said, Jack, because I knew he bought the magazine too. I said, Jack, I think I have an STD. And he said, why? And I said, go to page 34. And I said, what? And I said, picture number C. My penis looks like that. Does your penis look like that? And he said, my penis looks like that too. And we said, oh, Jesus, we both have it. And then we realized that they weren't talking about the top of the penis. They were talking about the bottom of the penis. And they had circled in a little circle. They had circled warts. We thought we had warts for no reason. We've been looking at the wrong part of the picture. The two of us, two fucking idiots on the landline to each other being like, hey, I don't like got warts. They'd be like, why? And you'd be like, look at the penis. And be like, well, that looks like my penis. And you're like, do we have warts? And then you realized, oh, we should have looked at the circled part down the bottom, down the end of the shaft. So, you know, I suppose what I'm saying here is you can't believe everything you read in a magazine when you're a teenager, when you're a teenage boy. And maybe you should apply that to sex too. I don't know. I remember one time I had sex with a girl and it went for 45 minutes. And I only know that because it started at four. And then when it stopped, I looked and it said 4.45. And then after it, she said, okay, but next time are you going to take your time and like make it last longer? And I said, is 45 minutes not fucking long? And apparently not, but you know, maybe that's because tantric yoga people are probably different. That's where I realized after 45 minutes seems like a lot to me, but what do I know? And this podcast has been 45 minutes and now I'm fading. That's that's how long. However long the podcast lasts, that's how long I last at sex. There's a little insight, a little fact for you boys and girls watching this show. That's how long it lasts. My phone is blown up. I had this tweet go viral. I know that sounds dumb, but it's like... Basically, it's I saw this thing on Wikipedia... Uh, about Irish inventions, and they were like, prehistory, Oma, alphabet, 14th century, football, whiskey, 17th century, chemistry, chocolate milk. And it's like, there's a 300-year gap between the time um, people in Ireland invented whiskey, and then by the time they did a new invention, 300 years of getting hammered, getting fucking hammered. Getting off their tits drunk because they're like, we won. We invented the best thing. 
You can't beat us. Why would you want to invent anything else? And now it is at something like 10,000 fucking likes and 3,000 retweets, which probably isn't a lot, but also is fucking a shitload when your phone is blown up. And the funny thing is, it was obviously a dumb joke. Or not, it was just like funny. But some of the people's responses, you're just like, all right, calm down. Here are a couple. To be fair, that was a period in which we were colonized, culturally decimated, and had all our resources and inventions hijacked and stolen by Britain. I'd wager that probably had a bit more to do with it than the whiskey, lol. All right, that's a fun way to respond to a joke. The replies to this are embarrassing. This and the rest of the fallout from the Reformation are what was happening. Plantation link. All right, you seem like a fun person at a party. Isn't that when? Checks Google. Yep, about that time, the Brits started developing the plantation system after conquering their first real colony. Well, I'd love to be stuck in an elevator with you. Another one. After whiskey, the English committed centuries of genocide, killing anyone who spoke Gaelic, read books, thought literacy, practiced Catholicism. They killed newborn babies and burnt pregnant women. They outlawed all of Ireland's crafts, trades and exports. The Irish were busy. Well, I'd love to have sex with you and then have some little pillow talk after it because you seem like you'd be fun. And then this guy, Bob, just wrote, As an American of Irish descent in the whiskey business, I love this. Good man, Bob. That's what we need. We need more of Bob. So now my phone's been blowing up, and I suppose it's time to go. There's the end of the podcast. I wouldn't recommend ever having um, wouldn't recommend uh having a viral tweet ever, because you don't get paid. Nothing, nothing new comes of it. You don't get money. It's not like you, your Netflix is special is blowing up, and you're getting fucking dumb and stuff like that. No, it's just an annoying. Your phone keeps buzzing, buzzing away like a little whore, buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. All right, that's it, that's it, people. There we go. We got to the end. Sure, we made it to, we almost made it to, f- no, we made it to 50 minutes. We had a, but that was a lovely, thanks a lot for such a lovely sex session. Tune in. Don't forget to write a view on iTunes for this podcast. Spread the word. People be like, oh, funny, funny podcast. Well, you're getting it for free, so spread the shit out of it, you little fuckers. Check out my books on Amazon, Random, Random, or Predom, all the rest of the gibber. Hit me up on Instagram at the Marques Twitter at Trickadoo until next time people Gadook Gadook enjoy your horns and your thorns Gadook Gadook